Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode three of Critics on a Budget. This week, we're going to be talking about The Hangover. Yeah, so um, fun fact about us watching this movie. Um, Normally, we Netflix party the movies online because, you know, Corona. But um, she came over to my house like two weeks ago. And um, we were like, oh, yeah, let's watch the movie and like, you know, like, just do it then. Um, And then we started the movie and we both fell asleep at like 11, like 20 minutes into the movie. So um, this podcast is going to be a little over the place because um, she watched the movie last night. She finished it, but I didn't finish it. But I've seen it before, but I watched it like a year ago. So um, yeah, just bear with us. It's going to be fun. Uh, Yeah, basically you're in for a ride. Yeah, so honestly, before we watched the movie, this is what I remember from two weeks ago. It's been a while, but... A hot minute. I just... It's basically about these guys going in a bachelor party two days before this guy called Doug's wedding. Um, and they basically... They get roofied by, like, yeah. one of the guys in the bachelor party. And they wake up the next morning and they, ha- they had no memory of last night and they've lost Doug and they need to find Doug. Classic. Um, basically, I just knew they were going to be all over the place and then find Doug in like the simplest spot. We're going to get into that later, but it was wild. Yeah. So my initial thoughts were, I knew it was going to be worth the watch because I do think this movie is pretty funny, but I didn't realize it was directed by Todd Phillips who I'm pretty sure also directed Joker. So, that's... versatility? Yeah, the range on that man. We love. That is crazy. Um, Yeah, but also another thought that I had was it's going to take the entire movie for them to find Doug. So, is it going to be interesting for the whole movie? Because, like, isn't it going to, you know? That is very true. It's like, how long can you keep your audience engaged? Is it going to be wild enough? Last, yeah, like an hour and 30 minutes exactly. So, another question I had was why would you have a bachelor party the week of the wedding? Like, I understand you weren't expecting to lose the husband or the groom, but why would you be like, oh, yeah, let's go to Vegas like two days before? Like, something goes wrong. I'm so I'm like completely with them on this one though. When else would you have a bachelor party? Like, literally right before you get married. Well, you're supposed to have it, like, a week before. Because, like, no. why would you... Because something could go wrong. Like, you need a time buffer. Because you could, like, lose someone. Y- you could, but mm, would you really? Like, I don't think they expect it to get drugged. Actually, you know, this is a question. Would you have a bachelorette party? Like, period? Yes. Dang. In yeah. Vegas? 100%. Okay. Don't know where, but I definitely would have one. I would, would it be as wild as theirs? Sorry? Would it be as wild as theirs? I don't know. I sure hope that. Not, that's a lot. <laughs> that is true. I love a good party, but that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But basically the movie when it started off did not start off too well, in my opinion, because, you know, they used the F-slur. Yeah. That was a tough and then, Yeah. And used other words as an insult which should not have been used as an insult yeah and it just like i we get that it was made like 
a while ago, um, and those kinds of jokes would have gotten laughs, but we did not find them that funny. We were like, okay. Yeah, especially in 2020, you know, this movie was made 10 years, 11 years ago, but now it's just, it's not really funny. It should have never been funny in the first place. Um, Also, the opening credits were way too long. I don't know if you remember Isha, but like I was, that's, I, I was like, I can't do this. Opening credits should never be that long unless it's Marvel because I will happily sit through Marvel credits always. That's true. But like, that's because it's Marvel. Like, I feel like introducing a whole new thing, like you can't have just like shots of a street for like 10 minutes. It gets so boring. You gotta just hurry up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was basically just gonna say, although it did not start off the best, mm-hmm. it was honestly it got m- increasingly more entertaining. It did. It did. Um, I wrote <laughs> if Bradley Cooper was my teacher. Dot dot dot. Which I think we can I, interpret that. We can, yeah. But also, it's Bradley Cooper. Like we love. We do. He really is the star of the movie. Forget about everyone else. A star is born. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Different genre for another time, maybe. I'm a... Anyway. (laughs) I'm a genius. (laughs) Yes, I wrote, the script would not survive in 2020. Um, Basically. That gives you an idea of what it was like. Also, um... If they act like marriage is a prison, why would you get married in the first place? Because I understand the whole, like, bachelor party thing, like, obviously. But, like, if your whole thing is, like, it's my last night of freedom, like, why would you get married? Why would you not want to be free for the rest of your life? Like, I don't understand. That is very true. I didn't even think too much about it because I've just seen so many movies like that. But honestly, yeah, yeah, like, they're talking as if they're going to be trapped and, you know, they're not going to be free anymore. But why the marriage then you have to get married to be happy like if it's not for you then don't do it but like why are you why are you doing it then <laughs> so. kind of confusing a lot of questionable things yeah also doug is so sweet doug really is i actually really like doug it was a shame he wasn't there for the majority of the movie yeah um he got lost yeah uh so Moving on to um, the morning after they get roofied. See, that was actually very ironic. Like, the night before when they were, uh, you know, toasting and drinking, they were like, here's to a night we'll never forget. And then basically the next scene is them waking up, like, on the floor, just very confused. And I love that. Which is just awful. I would be so scary. (laughs) And everything was crashed, and there was, like, a tiger in the bathroom. Was it a tiger? There was, and there was a crying baby. Tiger King. Ooh. Okay. Um, there was a baby. There's a lot going on, so. Isha, walk us through it. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna uh, walk through, basically, the movie. It was actually so much more chaotic the more I think about it. Mm-hmm. They basically wake up and Doug is nowhere to be found. Stu's tooth is missing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's also a chicken in the living room. Yes. And all we know of Doug is that his mattress was impaled on a statue outside the place that we're staying at. Yeah. So as you can already tell, pretty chaotic scene. I have no idea what was happening. But they basically, like, the three of them now, Alan, Phil, and Stu, just try and retrace their steps and try and find out what happened. Okay. That's, like, a fun little scavenger hunt. Um, and, you know, I feel like for a lot of people, like, I feel like obviously that would be scary if I was in that situation. It would be, like, terrifying. But it's kind of like a fun little idea, you know? Like, if you... Okay, this is going to sound crazy. Hypothetically, if you had people, like, at a party, you just put them in a situation that they know nothing about, and you're like, find this person. And you, like, hire people to, like, be actors in the situation to, like, help them or, like, keep them from reaching the goal. That would be pretty cool, right? That's, like, a good idea. That sounds so... Why hasn't anyone doing that yet? Right? Like, that's, like, a... Anyways, you know... (laughs) Fun side thought. You know, like, one of the murder, like, the murder mystery thingies, like, those parties, like that, but it's, like, the hangover themed. That would be so good, and honestly, seems it's too much of an effort for us to do, but if someone is willing to make it for us. Exactly. So, someone get on that, please, because please. we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Because, yeah, after, after seeing this movie, oof. Yeah. Um, I... How? Honest? Go on. Okay. I was thinking, so, what's his name? I forgot his name. Um, the guy who got married to the stripper. Stu? Yes. I think. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, again, I don't remember a lot of this movie, but, um, I don't know if they talked about this, but what was the fallout with his girlfriend? Because she's already, like, a little, you know. Hold on, yeah, so basically, Stu gets married to a stripper he was drunk and he has a girlfriend like he's like been in a long-term relationship but basically his girlfriend's very like domineering and she's just annoying yeah she controls him all the time um so honestly i wasn't too bummed about it still not good pretty wild but yeah like go you kind of pissed me off but it's fine I don't even think we can cover everything that happens in this movie because the order that everything happens in is so wild. But I think one of the big things is basically the guys had stolen 80,000 worth, 80,000 US dollars worth of poker chips from this man. Uh, Needless to say, that guy was like on their tail the entire next day. Like, I would be too. If someone stole 80 grand from me, I would be so mad. Right? I mean, I'm on, I'm on the guy's side here, like. Like, if I had, some, like, people working for me that could, like, beat people up that stole money from me, like, I would. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. For, for legal reasons, this is a joke. For reasons, but... it's a joke. But, you know. <laughs> you know, just in case. Do what we, what you will with that information. For real. Um, but basically, this guy just kind of says, give me my money, and he's kidnapped Doug, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then if he doesn't get his money, he's going to shoot everyone, I guess. That's what I got from his message. That's normally how those criminals... <laughs> That's <laughs> how they work. Um, but basically, they find this book, which is like the art to poker, or like the art to blackjack, and they spend hours just mastering this game and gambling and they like win back the 80,000 because they couldn't find it again and they basically give the man his 80,000 and he hands over Doug and there was like a there was like a bag over Doug's face so they didn't even know if it was actually Doug so they get him back and they take off the bag and well it or we're not surprised when I'm gonna tell you it's it wasn't Doug it was just one of the classic mix-ups his name was Doug, but wasn't he wasn't Doug. Doug. <laughs> That's what pisses me off. They should have been like, take off the hood before we exactly. pay you. Like, we, we've been new. Like, the second that we didn't see Doug's face, because he was like, in the car, like, locked in the car, I knew there was no way that that was their Doug. Yeah. The movie wasn't over yet. You had to have more content. Also, you know, like, the rules that your parents tell you, like, if you get lost in the store, like, stay there. Like, don't go anywhere. <laughs> so I feel like if they just followed that and they stay in the hotel, I feel like Doug would have come back eventually. Because, like, See, if, Doug, if Doug was somewhere in Vegas, he would have been like, okay, I have to get back to the hotel. And he would have been able to find his way. That is very true. But as we see right at the end of the movie, when they finally find Doug, um, they find Doug basically on the roof of the hotel that they were staying at. Yes, the roof. They went everywhere. Literally everywhere, and they find him on the roof. He was um, stealing folks. <laughs> he, was, he was pretty tough. Like, he was bad. Sunburnt everywhere, and he was a mess. So I feel like Doug just looks so out of it, there was no way he would have been able to find his way back. Yeah. But, you know, I just... It's just there's so much. There's so much. Like, I don't even know what to say. Honestly, not the best movie to review because it's so chaotic that without watching it, I don't think we can explain it because yeah. every every scene, they're trying to do something new, retrace their steps, give back the tiger, find the baby of the mother. Like, yeah, the baby of the mother? Ooh, that's not the one. The mother of the baby. Um, but, like... <laughs> As I said right at the start, I was like, they're going to be all over the place, and then they're going to find Doug in the simplest spot, which it really was. They found him on the roof. Um, it's kind of classic of these kind of movies. Yeah. To have them go on, like, a wild ride, and then... He's right there. Be. Yeah, that's true. You could call it a trope. <laughs> English class. <laughs> that is right, folks. Uh, um... Yeah, that was just, I think the, the stressed, like, the stressed side of me, like, if I was the bride, and I, like, imagine, you get a call, like, the morning of your wedding, and your fiancé's friend is like, we can't find him. <laughs> They're like, we lost him. That is so scary. So I was just, like, mad the whole time. I was like, how could you let this happen? How could you do this? Fair, fair. It was very irresponsible. <laughs> very irresponsible. You guys are grown men. You could have. Well, that's what was funniest about when they found him as they were driving back to LA. 
Um, and they were like getting dressed in the car for the wedding. And I was like, if my husband does that in the future, oh no. We are getting mad. <laughs> You're not getting dressed in the car for your wedding. Yeah. We're going to be relieved, but we're also going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. But the one good thing, apart from them obviously getting married, like they arrive late, but they still get married, of course. Is, yeah. Stu, Stu, my man, breaks up with Melissa. That yeah. is right. His controlling girlfriend now gets rid of her. Yes. Which is the best thing to come out of the movie. Like, cutting don't up. get you someone like that. Yes. I'm so glad. That was probably the best thing to happen. That was, that, that was the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Cut all, cut all that toxic out of your life. Yeah. So, it was a good movie. It was very chaotic. But, you know, all in all, it was enjoyable. <laughs> Love the chaos of it, basically. Loved, it was just a roller coaster of emotions. Um, <laughs> so, out of 10, we give it 7.5 because it was a little slow to start, but it was enjoyable and it was a good movie. And, Isha, what is the moral of the story? Okay, guys, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We've heard this plenty of times, but for this movie, applies way too well especially because they find a camera at the end with all of the pictures of the night and they agree to look at it once and delete them which i think is a very good idea if you're gonna have a bachelor party take a bunch of pictures and then look at them once delete them gone it's just like a fun like thing that you just forget about but you don't forget it. exactly well you don't i mean they did forget it but you know yeah in, in their case they won't forget the experiences yeah <laughs> the memories the memories <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to this podcast this week um we promise next week is going to be better because next week we are reviewing call me by your name yes so changing it up a bit less chaos yeah changing it up it's going to be sad i might cry um we'll see it's going to be a good time so I hope you guys tune in for that one. Thank um, you for listening. Yeah, and see you. you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>